Welcome to the Management Insights Podcast Series hosted by McGraw-Hill. My name is Debbie Clare, Executive Marketing Manager for our management portfolio. Today's topic, Mastering the Fundamentals of Effective Leadership. Our guest, Ryan Gottfriedson. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you. I'm excited to talk about leadership. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm a leadership professor at Cal State Fullerton, where I teach and do research on leadership. And then I'm also a leadership consultant, where I go into organizations and help them develop their leaders to improve their effectiveness as well as the culture of their organizations. Well, let's dig in. All right. What is leadership? So I think that... Oftentimes, we make leadership this big, scary thing, and we oftentimes, I think, make it a little bit more complex than what we need to. And don't get me wrong, leadership is a big thing, and it's a really important thing. But if hopefully what we can do here in this podcast is simplify it a little bit. I think, in my opinion, the best definition of leadership is the use of power and influence to direct others to goal achievement. And one of the things that I love about this definition is because it suggests that one does not need to be in a leadership position to be a leader. It's all about your ability to influence others to goal achievement. So anybody can be a leader. But it also suggests that if you are in a leadership position and you're unable to influence others to goal achievement, then it means that you're not necessarily a leader. And why is leadership so important? So I think leadership is important because so often leaders get it wrong. And and that has a huge effect. So let me give you some statistics on leadership that I think are really interesting. So 60% of direct managers damage their employees' self-esteem. 65% of employees would prefer to have a new boss compared to more pay. And 82% of employees don't believe that they can trust their manager to tell the truth. So we've got some leaders, and I think that this is interesting, because when I go around and I talk to leaders in my development seminars, I ask them, do you think that you're doing the best that you can? And they all tell me, yes, we're trying the best that we can. But then I throw up these statistics, and I say, well, how do we make sense of these statistics? And what it suggests is that oftentimes leaders' best isn't necessarily the best. And I think one of the reasons why they many leaders struggle is because they don't understand the necessary and fundamental ingredients of leadership. So what are the necessary ingredients of effective leadership? So I think that we need to go back to our definition is it deals with power and influence. And the thing that's interesting about this is there's two types of power that we can lead from. We call these the power bases. So one type of power is called organizational power. Now, when we have organizational power, we influence others because of the position that we're in. And this is oftentimes through the use of rewards and punishments. So, for example, and I'll just give you a quick example. As a parent of two children, one of the ways that I could use reward power is by saying, if you eat your dinner, you get dessert. Punishment would be, if you don't clean your room, you don't get to play with your friends. So, Many leaders lead through organizational power, and they wield the power that comes about by their authority. But that's different than personal power, which is the other type of power base. And personal power is when we influence others, not because of the position we're in, but because of the person that we are. So when we have, there's two types of personal power. One is expert power, which means we have some sort of knowledge or expertise upon which others rely. And then there's referent power, which means that we are somebody that other people want to be associated with because of the qualities that we espouse. 
And so maybe let me put a question back on you, Debbie, if that's okay. So I've just explained the difference between organizational power and personal power. Which of those do you find most commonly relied upon in organizations? I was going to say personal. You think personal? So usually the answer that I get is organizational power. That most leaders and managers rely upon their organizational power. They use rewards and punishments to get other people to do what they want. And I think that one of the reasons why it happens to be quite common is because gaining organizational power is relatively easy to do. I mean, all we really need to do is we need to get promoted, get put into a position of authority. It's much more difficult to become somebody that others want to follow. And that's when, we, we're, when we're leading with personal power. So when we lead with organizational power, it doesn't require anything of us other than to be promoted. But to lead with personal power, it requires us to become better people. And, and people that are, we need to become people that are worth following. And that's a tall order. Um, and another reason why I think most leaders and managers rely upon organizational power is because we can get movement rather quickly. So if I want to get my daughter to eat broccoli, I just need to dangle the right dessert in front of her and she'll eat broccoli. And so we can see an effect from our organizational power. And it's it's a, a little bit more difficult to get people to respond to our personal power in an immediate way. But what we need to think about is the, what are the long-term implications? So if I'm consistently leading with organizational power, I may get immediate returns, but the implications for the long-term are always going to be negative. When we lead with personal power, we may not see an immediate return because really what we're doing is we're making investments in ourselves and in our relationships with others. And we may not see the returns on those investments for a little bit, but in the long term, it always has a positive effect. So which type of leadership power is most common? I think originally I said personal and you said it was the other. So I think it's organizational. And not that there aren't leaders that lead with personal power. Uh, there's surely some out there. And even those that primarily rely upon organizational power, it's not that they don't have some personal power. And, and sometimes we go back and forth in terms of our leadership. And so this is a time where I think leaders need to step back and introspect, Where what is my dominant power base? Is it organizational power or is it personal power? And I think we could always shift it to become more personal. And I think so some of the things that I think is required of us to to enhance our personal power is one, we've got to develop ourselves. We've got to increase our self-awareness. We've got to increase our emotional intelligence. Uh, We need to learn and develop leadership skills. So we've got to invest in learning. Maybe that's reading books, reading articles. Uh, And then also we need to invest in the relationships uh, uh, between us and those that we lead. And is one better than the other? Definitely. So personal power is always better. We may not always have quick returns on that investment, but we always need to lead with that personal power because it has the long-term positive implications. And what does this mean for aspiring and current leaders? So I, I think that this, what it does is it gets to the core and the foundational base of their leadership. And and I think that's why it's so powerful because sometimes we try to simplify leadership in terms of behaviors. Here are the three things you need to do or here are the four things that you need to do. No, leadership isn't about doing 
the right things. It's about being a certain type of person, somebody that other people want to follow. And, and once you become that person, now you can initiate the changes that you need in your organization. Because let's face it, life isn't getting easier for organizations. It's only getting more difficult and it's requiring organizations to change more frequently. They need to be more agile. And the only way an organization is going to be properly agile is if they're led by leaders that have personal power because people will willingly adapt to those changes as opposed to being forced to the changes, which is what happens when we lead with organizational power. Any closing um, advice or comments that you'd like to share with your peers? I, I think one of the things is one, we've got to invest in ourselves. So, and I think that that's challenging to do. Let me just give you a personal example. So in my job, I'm a teacher and I am a researcher. And a big part of being a researcher is being a writer. So one of the things I need to introspect on is when was the last time I put forth concerted effort to develop my teaching? on my teaching style? And when was the last time that I put forth concerted effort to learn how to become a better writer? Now, these are things that I do on a daily basis. And so that leads me to think I'm naturally good at these things. But the reality is, is that my current best is not the best. And so we need to be sensitive to that for us, as I think everybody can say that, as our current best is not the best. So we need to figure out ways to be able to identify where we are currently at and ways in which we can improve. And that takes being intentional about our leadership. And so I think at the end of the day, really improving ourselves, we need to be intentional. Ryan, thank you so much for your time today and sharing your perspective, experience, and advice. To our listeners, check back for future topics and spread the word to your colleagues about our podcast series. Why? Because learning changes everything.